and that was Frank Ocean with In My Room. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Are You Two In Love or with Evo Byrne and Lucy Holmes or Lucy Holmes and Evo Byrne, depending which way you like this. Um, so today we are going to be talking all things education. I know, boring. <laughs> education system, madness. Imagine talking about that. It is, it is topical, okay? I will say that much. Like as a, as a nation, we are kind of obsessed with, you know, the idea of the leaving cert we like we dedicate so much of our newspapers so much of our time so much of our like topics like in like you know, in college a lot of the time like we focus so much on our secondary school experiences they're intrinsic to who we are but a lot of us or maybe it's just me um hey look back and we actually didn't like a lot of it oh i hated secondary school but i hated sec- like i i hated secondary school before it was cool I hated secondary school when I was in secondary school. No, that's a joke. Okay. Like, I really did not like secondary school. If you asked me any day of the week, I would have told you this is the worst time of my life. Um, I didn't... I, still stand by that. I, I, I didn't not like it when I was in there. I think I... First of all, Lucy, when I say I was the most straight girl-looking person... Like, I played I played sports. I had... My hair was straightened, like, every day. I wore fake tan regularly. I was like, like I look at myself and I and I'm not. I don't hate the person I was, but I definitely was not. Full, like I wasn't fully baked. Like I just I wasn't a whole person yet, and I think that's why I look back and I'm like, oh, I don't really like who you are. I was very emotionally immature. I still am, but like <laughs> it, back then it was even worse. And I think as well back then. I don't know. I just I I know myself. I had a lot of internalized misogyny, but I think that I I well as many of our listeners know, maybe if you don't know, I went to an all girls school. Lucy went to a mixed school. We have very different. I think <laughs> I still don't know how to act around men, and I don't know if that's because of me going to an all girls school. But, but like my family is also kind of like a matriarchy, so I think like you know I I just I. I've never felt comfortable around men and I thought that was a normal response. I think it is a normal response given like, you know, men, but I don't know. I just, secondary school me feels like a lifetime ago in comparison to now. Like it's only been two years and I feel like I have fully metamorphosized out of the person I was in sixth year. Like I thought I'd never change and I've changed so much. See, like for me, like I know I've definitely changed and I fully expected to change as well like like (laughs) secondary school I knew I didn't like secondary school when I was there I knew Mm -hmm. I wasn't comfortable like I was very not in a good place mentally not saying that I'm doing any better but sure look at least at least I could talk about it now um no Mm. that's a joke I'm doing fine but like (laughs) but like the thing is is that like I think like moving from secondary like secondary school is like such a defining part of your life oh yeah yeah, it's so shit like it's so shit like that's the only way to describe it it's so like i don't trust people who enjoyed secondary school it's an echo chamber of toxicity it really is like there's i don't think there's any room for real growth in secondary school and i understand like and i i I look at the relationships I, i had in secondary school both friendship and romantic and i'm like jesus christ you know I, 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 if I, like, if I ever have children, I will really heavily advise them, do not start anything that, like, in terms of romantic relationships in secondary school that you think are going to be long-term because it, it's so, like, your perception of the world is so warped and so different, I think, to, like, not that I'm like, oh, college students are so enlightened, but I didn't want to change when I was in secondary school. I wanted to stay in the same friend group. I didn't want to you know have the college experience where suddenly like make new like lucy i basically predestined myself to never make new friends so i wouldn't have this podcast i but wouldn't that, have you that, that didn't I, work out very well did it no <laughs> no but like i mean like, like i i am lucky enough like through uh almost all of secondary school bar and um, my leaving cert year i had very rocky friend groups um mm-hmm. i was very much like kind of a floater and got kicked out of a lot of friend groups and like it was a whole ordeal like that was secondary school for me and it wasn't until leaving cert that I found people who 
were like, yeah, no, these people like me and they like me for me. And I'm mm-hmm. lucky that in Leaving Cert I did find people like that because we're still like in contact now. Like when life was normal, we would meet up for drinks and stuff. Like whenever we were yeah. home for like Christmas or anything, like it was like, it's a healthy, it's a healthy kind of relationship. But for most of secondary school, for me, that wasn't true at all. Like, yeah, I like someone said it to me recently, like they hardcore bullied you. And I was like, no, they didn't. And someone was like, yes, yes, they did. Like, that entire group of people hardcore bullied you. I was like, no, Mm. like, they didn't beat the shit out of me. And then I was like, hold on. Like, it's it's just weird, like, for me to, like, think back on secondary school and be like, yeah, oh, yeah, I was actually, like, hardcore bullied by this, like, group of people or hardcore bullied by, like, this one person. Because, like, at the time, I was just like, oh, it's just, like, teenagers being teenagers. I need to get over myself. I need to get over with it. Mm. But like in retrospect like whoa like secondary school was fucked like we dismiss a lot of it as like slagging or like something that we can't really change um like i i looking back on my secondary school years i like i realize now i i have a lot of a long way to go in terms of like you know processing my sexuality processing you know fluidity everything like that i have a long way to go and i think it's because yeah like I think a, a lot of people who are part of the LGBTQ community, haha, <laughs> hello, um, our lives only start as soon as we actually leave um, high school, secondary school, because it's like a, a moment of actually free expression, because not only is like sex education, like social education in secondary schools in Ireland so controlling and, and one-sided, but the actual way that things are handled I mean thankfully my school was like liberal enough and I say that like in quotation marks like it like there was no vast homophobia or like there was and like there was no real like you know every everyone was very progressive to like to a certain extent there was a few people who didn't support repeal felt weird to me we move anyways um but definitely in the boys' school, the boys that I would have, my friend group would have hung around, they would use like the F slur a lot and they would make, you know, what were racist jokes. And even now I'm, I'm hesitant to say that they were racist because I'm like, I'm scared of, you know, still of what they could say. And like, that's so fucked that like, uh, that a lot of these people still have that power over what I say and what I do. Cause like, I hear the, the F slur and I, and I never would have expressed myself or liking women in front of a, a pretty much anyone in, in secondary school. Um, I was never comfortable talking about it. Um, and it was because no one actually made me feel that actually being bi was okay um and it's just it, I, and, I, and I'm one of the lucky ones at least I wasn't actually targeted for it at least I was straight passing and it's just like it's so fucked when we have when we all like talk about secondary school because it's it's supposed to be a safe place where you develop yourself and develop skills for college etc but a lot of us just spent it surviving oh, yeah, and not not living like in certain ways like me and you had a very similar like secondary school experience but there is a lot of like like differences between the two of us like you mm. like dated people when you were in secondary school yeah i, didn't. I, like, I, I was a prefect as well i was a prefect hockey player I, like, like very I, I was like our equivalent of a prefect which was like a mentor i like trained the like basketball team but like that's not like i'm that's not like a part of myself where i'm ever like oh i was such mm. a different person because that's still part of myself like i like enjoy things like that and i loved mm-hmm. i loved training a basketball team but like school itself and like the atmosphere of school itself just didn't work for me like Mm -hmm. I am not someone that deals well with rigid timetables I don't do well with exams it's not like that's not how my brain works it's not how my brain Mm -hmm. functions like I'm very very creative and school hates that they try to beat the creativity out of you I remember Mm. the reason I didn't do art in secondary school was because we took an art module in first year Mm -hmm. we got to sample all of the subjects we could choose going into junior cert so we took an art module in first year and like I have been doing art since before I could walk that's not an exaggeration like I've been painting I've been doing stuff there's like pictures of me like pictures that I made as like a child that are better than something I could do now um Mm -hmm. that being said not great either anyway moving on um but like that's the thing I have been painting drawing 
expressing myself creatively through art since before I was born. And I remember sitting in that art class and I kept being told that the way I was doing art was wrong and that uh, like the teacher kept threatening to like fail me and she'd give me really, really bad grades. And like she like once told me she was like, no, this kind of stuff is way too advanced for what we're doing. So I can't, I'm marking you down for it. And I'm like, what do you mean it's way too advanced? I shaded. I shaded. <laughs> it's not advanced, Queen. If you think this is advanced, maybe that's why you're an art teacher, not an artist. But anyway. Ooh, okay. Shade, Oof, no. No. Um, <laughs> no, like, I love, like, no, I, there was a, re- like, that, that was a joke. Because I have, there was this really, really lovely art teacher in our school. She was amazing. Like, really, really, mm-hmm. like, love of my life. Like, just, like, the perfect teacher, an amazing artist. Like, the dream. The dream. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't get her. I got an art teacher who didn't like me and didn't like that I knew how to shade because that was too advanced. I was like twelve. I don't. I don't know why that was too advanced, but it was. It just. Was. I don't. I don't get it when when teachers like. Did you ever have a teacher that was like actively just horrible? Because I had a, I had a teacher who I would actually have. I I lost weight with the anxiety. I was so panicked every time I had to go to one of her classes. I was I was so anxious. Five days a week I was losing weight. I had ner- so much nervous energy. It was ridiculous. And like I I and it was like pure, you know, you just using Socratic methods as in like calling on students randomly when you know that they're not going to be like talking up. It's the worst form of way to get students to contribute to any form of discussion, especially in a subject you know they're not very strong in. And I just, I don't understand when teachers are unnecessarily cruel. May, like, I, I, like, I wasn't a loud child, but I definitely would have been someone who would contribute to a discussion if I was comfortable. But I had this one Irish teacher and she was like, yeah, she caused me so much anxiety that like I would nearly have mental breakdowns why, um why before each test Irish, Irish teachers it's okay but my, my leaving sir Irish teacher I would still die for her oh, I no, love like, her I so was, much I was so lucky in secondary school that like I had really amazing Irish teachers and like I love the Irish language and I love the teachers I had bar one but every mm-hmm. every time someone has like a horror story it's always like a language teacher of some form it's always like an Irish teacher or a French teacher that's always I don't know why it's just such a thing I've no yeah idea what it I is. I only had that one bad experience like every other every single one of my other teachers was lovely like still think of them as as amazing people miss them a lot um my history teacher I'd say was probably my favorite but you know I have I do a history degree it's natural but I do <laughs> remember no he used to come in every day and tell us different stories and I remember oh, once, no, but once he told us a story that he ran over his neighbor's dog. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was like, I know I'm so bad for laughing. The dog was fine. Um, but like, the dog was the equivalent of like the neighbor's child, apparently. Like, because they loved it so much. And and we were all just sitting there like, um, I no. <laughs> we're like why are you telling us this piece of information but no he was he was from um the north as well so he had like a first-hand perspective of the troubles it was very interesting um and what is more um he also worked as a journalist in in the u.s so i know like i a lot of teach i think the best for teachers are the teachers who didn't become teachers straight away they oh, do a lot of like, stuff and then they become like, a teacher i think like to me, it's a very strange like pipeline to come from secondary school, uh, go to college, and then go straight to be a teacher. Like I feel mm. like there needs to be space there where you live life and experience like the world outside. That's the fucking system. Michal Martin. Michal Martin has never had a non-state job. He was a teacher. I, I I'm not surprised, but also. <laughs> Don't mention his name in my presence. Um, but no, like, I think it's so strange. Like, do not want to, like, experience your life first before, like... And I mean, that kind of goes for any job. But, like, would yeah. you not, like, want to experience life first and then kind of... Like, because the thing is, when you go to teach, that's it. That's it. Like, yeah. you're set for life. Once you get tenure in any way, shape, or form... I don't know if it's called tenure for secondary, secondary school, but, like, the equivalent. Yeah, um, it's, like, it's like a prolonged contract. It, it It's very hard to leave. Yeah, no, it's it's nearly impossible to get teachers fired. Um, Don't ask me why I know that. I will not be elaborating on that statement, but it is nearly impossible to get teachers fired. Don't worry. 
like we didn't do anything anyway moving on um but no like going back to going back to uh your point like about like having like awful teachers that make you really anxious like that whole like thing of like calling on students and like like picking on students i don't mean like Mm. picking them being like say i mean like actually picking on students um i have Mm. a wonderful story from an irish teacher that i had very very briefly like very Mm -hmm. briefly the actual irish teacher i had was amazing like i had one irish teacher first year to junior cert i would die for her the irish teacher i had for leaving cert i would also die for her like both both amazing women but there was a couple of months where i had a different irish teacher um and our class was like split in two so we had two like different irish teachers at the same time one of them mm-hmm. another amazing woman but one of them oh my god oh my god if i breathed in her class i would have been shot and it wasn't just me oh my, i i don't even know where to begin with this woman like she had my brother yeah. for irish and she called my parents in because they were given an assignment and it was basically like write about this TV show, and he didn't watch that TV show. He had no interest in that TV show. So basically, what he wrote about is, "Hey, I haven't watched this TV show. I have no interest in this TV show." Wrote it all in Irish, by the way, really good Irish. She called my parents in, was like complaining that he was being defiant and disrupting the class, and like, Eva, you've met my brother. Yeah. Like no way, no way was he the like disrupt the class type. No, like, like I, so every funny, time like, I look at Philly, I'm like, you're you seem like someone who would who is has always been nice and would never <laughs> not be nice because it would be an inconvenience <laughs> to someone else. No, but like, <laughs> like like my parents went to his parent teacher meetings and all of the teachers were like, yeah, Philip Philip's amazing. Like he does this that and the other. Like he's really great. He's really engaged in class. And then this Irish teacher, you'd swear my brother was the antichrist. Anyway, I had this teacher for a couple of months um, mm-hmm. and someone corrected her on one of her spellings because her spelling was wrong. Oh, that was a fatal mistake. That was a... She screamed at the girl for 10 minutes straight, then oh looked at God. the board, realised the spelling was actually wrong, corrected it, and then threatened to like give the girl detention for speaking out in class. Like, That's so... It's just, it was just so wild. Um, she threatened to kick my brother out of her class because he didn't have the new edition of the book. So, like, you know the way they love to do that thing where it's the exact same book, but it's, like, the third edition or the fourth edition. So he had yeah. the second edition instead of the third edition. Um, and she threatened to kick him out of class. Did the exact same thing to me because I had the third edition of the book instead of the fourth edition. Um, You're just like, pr- like, like it's family tradition it's at this family point. Tradition, baby. What can I say? And like the other teacher, because this Irish class was like split in two. The other teacher was like, no, yeah, it's so grand. Like the book's basically the same. Some of the exercises are different, but just get someone to send you a picture. Grand, no mm-hmm. problem. You, I swear, according to this other woman, I was a war criminal. A war criminal for having. <laughs> but anyway, um, moving on because moving I... <laughs> on. Here, I have I have a very important question. When you went into your your leaving cert Irish oral, how did you find it? Because I honestly forgot how to say my name. Oh. Like I know orals are happening at the moment, and I feel like it's weird. It's like it's topical news. But like I did, I swear to God, I went into both of my orals. I did French and Irish. Not a fucking word. Not so a fucking I, word. Okay, so I did Irish and German. I love the German language. I really, really, really would love to become fluent in it. Um, I went into my Irish oral. And like, at first it was going really well. I was like, this is going grand. And then there was a moment where we both just sat there staring at each other. And I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then she just like, chimed in and asked a question. And I was like, ah. And then I forgot the entire Irish language. Whereas my German oral was the strangest experience of my life. Because it went, like, really well. Um, mm-hmm. I did really well in German in the end. Um, but I went in, and the German examiner was Austrian-German. So mm-hmm. I was, like, mentally preparing myself for quite a thick accent. Um, and her accent was pretty okay. It was grand. Um, and, like, you basically, in German, I don't know if it's the same in French, but in German you have to do this project. You have to do this project on something pertaining to germany or something about germany and you speak about it that's it so okay. I, I did mine on jas bach or js bach for everyone else um the musician and uh-huh. uh at the end they have to like ask you a random question like a random question about your project 
And I had practiced this with my German teacher so many times because it was something I struggled with the most. And he would ask mm-hmm. really complicated questions, like really, really complicated questions. Um, and like the examiner sat there for a minute after I did my project, like paused and then went in German, obviously. Where does one find an organ? As in like a church. <laughs> she was like, where does one find a church organ? And I like st- sat there, stared at her for a second. And I was like, in a church? Question mark. I was so taken aback because I was like, no, I've understood this wrong. Like, there's no way she just asked, like, where can you find an organ? Like, no way. No way did she just like casually go, like, where can you find an organ? I was like, in a church? And she was like, yes, you can. Unreal queen. Full marks. You got that question right. I was like... This is so bizarre. And then you have to do like this role play. I know. Ooh, the the role playing thing. Yeah, I've, I, I've heard so many stories about it. And so, the, the French oral is just like the Irish oral, except you have like a piece of, you have a photo or something that you describe. Um, and that's it. And then they ask you as many questions as they want on it. Yeah. Well, wir haben Rollenspieler. So we have role plays. Um, and the, the German examiner just didn't know it. She just didn't know it. She just didn't know the other side of the dialogue. She didn't know what she was supposed to ask. So I just kept going with my script. I like, because basically, like, it's a role play. You just learn off, like, a script you have to write yourself or, like, mm-hmm. a script from your teacher. But, like, the questions are always the same. Um, mm-hmm. She just didn't know what she was supposed to be asking. So I just kept going and I just kept going. And uh, I don't, I got really high marks on my role anyway. So it doesn't really matter. But, like, it was just so bizarre. So yeah no like i i think about the irish oral a lot um mainly because of the man who gave the irish oral and like he no like he was a, he was an irish um sports commentator so i walked in and i was like well if you ask me anything about sports i am fucked um but it, it was really weird because at the end of it he was like he said like well done oh. um and i was like <laughs> This was, I was like, this was mediocre at best, my man. Um, and yeah, no, it was it was just very odd. Like when you look back on how we were assessed on subjects in comparison to now, like none. Yeah, no, my my productivity levels in college are just abysmal. Oh, same, I think a, a sixty or me would look at my college efforts and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You have so much time to write the bare minimum. And you haven't done any of it. Like, I am one week behind on one of my history essays. I asked for um, a full, like, a extension. And I'm, o- and I'm only starting it now. It's been a week since the due date of said essay. And I'm only starting it now. I know, like, I'm a mess. I, and I think everyone's a mess in week 11. But, like, I think so many people go into college and they're like, oh, like, it's, it's going to be so fun and so easy. No, it's not. That's so funny because um, Louise or me would look at me now and be like, look, I'm not surprised. Like, I'm really not surprised. Like, the thing is, I, Louise or me would look at me in college, like, doing, like, barely any of my readings, like, barely attending my lectures and be like, ah, love, like, sure, I wasn't doing my homework. I ne- Oh, my God. I never did my homework at secondary school. I don't know how I got away with it. I think it's I don't know how you... Lucy, did you not feel... Did you not feel guilty? I didn't feel anything in secondary school I'll be honest with you I was so like I was no like I did like the thing is I would like quickly like do some of it and be like oh I just didn't understand the rest and like get away with it or Mm. my favorite thing in English I always got called on in English to like me and my English teacher were like best pals it was really funny when I say he would direct the entire class at me he would direct, like, teach the entire class just to me. You would swear there was no one else in that room. <laughs> um, and I remember one day I was out. Like, I was in and out of school a lot, especially in fifth year. And as a joke, I said it to someone like, oh, who did you direct the class at since I wasn't there? And they were like, yeah, no, actually, it was kind of weird. He just kind of stared down at his desk for the whole thing. And I was like, Aww. I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, he kind of looked at your seat, looked a bit sad, and then stared at the desk. And I was like, oh, my God, my power. Um, but anyway, no, I, he, used to I, always, he used to always ask me for my answers and I never do my homework or I do like a part of it or I do a part of it before class. So literally what I would do is like read out what I would have written and then monologue for like two pages straight. And he always knew because he'd always go, can you repeat that last paragraph for me? And I'd just be like, uh, sorry, can't read my own handwriting anymore. Oh my God. No, I will. T- <laughs> I will say before we play our next song, 
Right. So here's the tea. So my English teacher, for the for the leaving cert, sim similar thing, except um, I I the the feeling was not reciprocated because I just wanted to do my work and 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 like and it was the least productive class ever. But the, what was the funniest thing that happened was that she was the only person. No, I was the only person she sent a good luck email to before the leaving suit. No. So and like funny. I don't I don't say that as a thing to be proud of. I because I put it up on my story and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cute." And everyone replied being like, "What is this?" And it was one of those moments where I felt genuinely shitty because I was like, "Oh, I thought this was universal." Yeah, you were like, "Oh my god, everyone got this." Oh my god, that's so It was funny. so it was so oh, um, like down down bad English teacher. Yeah, a perfect song to put in with here is if you're too shy let me know by the 1975 i think your 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 uh, english teacher may or may not have been you know just might have been a bit shy just wanted to just wanted to slide into those dms but um, no oh my sliding god into those emails you know as you do um so this is if you're too shy let me know by the 1975 enjoy And that was the 1975 with If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know. Um, I feel like I say this every time the 90s, I play the 1975, but I feel like it's such a thing to say, yeah, I actually don't like the 1975. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love them unashamedly like i know that's like not a cool like indie girl yeah, thing i like i like the 1975 i, I don't like mashy healing oh fair oh completely valid like i like their music that's what i would like to make clear yeah like he like is something else but anyway we don't talk about that Fun like fact. them live at ep and stuff was a life-changing experience but i still do not like you know i've seen them live like three or four times at this point adore them but like Maddie, uh, um, he's a bit icky now. He's a bit just, icky, just, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but no, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, fun fact about the nineteen seventy-five. Um, my dad loves the nineteen seventy-five, and Aww. me and him have been to many concerts together, listening to them. So it, it gets my dad's approval. So they must be good. Um, exactly. But anyway, back to the topic at hand, which is education. The education system. Secondary school. Back, back, back again. Why is it a thing? How did I survive? I don't know. That is my answer. I still don't know how I survived the leaving cert. Let's let's talk specifically on, on this, you know, two-week hell. Well, for me, it was two... two I think it was three weeks, because so I, I had the, the gap in between um, history and my last exam was economics. Um like i don't know how i survived i really don't like and like just a, just like a like it, it wasn't like when i go through high levels of stress like i find it really hard to eat so if like if you're affected um by like weight and stuff like probably don't listen for the next two minutes but like i literally did not eat for the whole leaving cert properly like i didn't like i couldn't i don't know why i don't know why i, I like i couldn't digest food i guess i was so nervous yeah it's it's definitely like it's it's an anxiety thing and it's it's so weird because during my leaving cert year like i was just like i i, I don't want to say high strong because i wasn't like i kind of took it in my stride and like to some degree but like oh my god i was so anxious i was like I'm in, mm -hmm. i don't know how i'm going to get through the actual exams themselves like if i'm this yeah it's just existing but, yeah, and yeah. a big but here, when I came to my leaving cert exams, my mother said to me, and I mean this genuinely, she was like, I don't think I've ever seen you as chilled out in your life as when you were taking your leaving cert exams. And now I will say, I do have a reason for this. The reason is I technically, if I wanted, if I so pleased, um, I could have just sat English, Irish and maths. Um, and as long as I passed those, 
I wouldn't mm-hmm. be in my course uh, because I got a matriculated pace. So that's probably why I was really chilled out. But like, I kind of get to the point with things where I'm like, well, fuck it, I can't do anything now. Yeah, you you, you accept it. I yeah. never accept it. Like, I, when I, okay, so here, here, here was me during the leaving cert. I finished English paper one, went home, bawled my eyes out because I was like, this, this is the worst thing I've ever written. I, I was now I wasn't satisfied with a single exam that I did and I spent the whole summer convincing myself that I didn't get over 300 points. I was convinced I wasn't even getting into one of any of my courses that I had chosen. Like it was in terms of the actual mental weight of waiting to get my results, it's too long of a gap, I think. Like I'm trying to remember like the summer after my leaving cert like I think the summer after my leaving cert, we had to move house. Like, that was a very messy summer anyway. Oh, well, okay. So, At least you had something going on. Like, I, it, I had it, nothing. Like, like the thing is, is that, like, it was a very messy summer. Like, it was very, very upside down. And, like, we didn't, like, plan on things happening the way they did. So I was very, very, very distracted anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't think I really thought about it. I was like, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, I remember, like, coming back from my devs, which is the weirdest thing ever back from my devs uh, like we had our devs before we got our leaving cert results yeah because you're a culty i think devs <laughs> unpopular opinion i don't get why dublin schools have their devs in like like two Funny. years two years after no. leaving cert like chill out chill out it's not it's not two years it's like i mean like some schools have them in like january of college year of first year i don't get that at me all. neither it's very stupid it's really and, and attention seeking frankly um, and I'm not just throwing one specific school under the bus there, but um, mine was in the second week of first year. That's not too bad. Yeah, it was mine, a bit late to mine be honest. Was, like a couple of days before we got our results, and like I remember like coming back after my devs and like going back to like my uncle and auntie's house because like long story, but like like that's where I was living at the time and it was just the like weirdest experience because it was like five in the morning the like day before I got my leaving cert results and I just kind of sat there and was like shit fuck like this actually does matter yeah um and when I went in and got my leaving cert results so uh, I know some people got them online but I actually went into the school at nine in the morning and mm-hmm. got them physically because I wanted I wanted them as soon as I could get them so we went in, we lined up, and basically what they did in our school was they gave you the envelope, but they gave you, like, the teachers were there, the principal was there, um, they gave you the option that they would, like, add up your points in front of you. So I ended up being, like, like the, yeah, I know, that's, like, oof, oof. I, the principal was the person who had my results. Um, yeah. Like, he specifically had my results and sat down like me and him got on so well really really lovely man like i oh chef's kids of a human he sat me down i took out my results and i sat there for a minute like with my jaw on the floor and he was like is everything okay is everything okay like he was like oh my god oh my god oh my god i was like these aren't my results and he was like why is there a mistake i was like no 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 no, these aren't my results and he was like he was like why is is there something wrong and i was like no there's no way there's no way i got this like there's no way the first thing i said to him was like there's no way there's no way I passed chemistry. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, no, there's no way. Like, I did not pass that exam. And he was like, he was like, Lucy, they're your results. And I was like, no, they're not. And he was like, Lucy, they are your results. And I was like, no, they're not. I had passed chemistry and I did really well in maths. Well, for me, who failed every maths exam up to that point. Um, and anyway, he calculated them out in front of me. And I was like, no, we have to do it again. That's not right. So we did it again. (laughs) He was like, Lucy, they are your results. And I was just like in shock because I didn't Mm -hmm. expect myself to do that well. But my mother was waiting outside like the hall we got them in. And she was pulling like a freaker because I was in there for so much longer than everyone else. Because I just didn't believe him. I made him like redo it so many times. I was like, (laughs) like, these are not my results. Um, And uh, she was like freaking out. She was like, and I came out. And, like, I was just, like, as white as a sheet. And she told me this after. She was like, when I saw you come out, I thought you'd failed your leaving cert. And I was like... <laughs> but, like... Because that was the fear. That was the one fear for me going in. Like, I wasn't very strong at maths. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny because um, primary school right up till junior cert, I was quite good at maths. Like, I feel like mathematically my brain worked quite well. But just leaving cert maths moved too quickly for me. I just... It was just hard. It was quite hard. Um, and that was the one worry that I wouldn't pass maths 
Um, mm-hmm. And I came out and obviously showed her my results and told her everything. And like, we just both like had like a moment. I think someone screamed. I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it was her. But like, it was just so funny because she was fully convinced. She was like, she's failed. She's failed her leaving cert. She's gone. That's it. Um, but no, thankfully I didn't. Um, but like, it is very stressful. Like, I know a lot of people in my school like that would just ask for their envelope and like leave and... I know some people that didn't open them like until way later in the day or didn't open them like, yeah. like, like, oh, I just, I couldn't do that to myself. I couldn't sit there with an envelope and go, no, I'm not going to open this. Especially when it's like, true, like, yeah, no, your college course and stuff like I, oh, no. I will say, I think res- like actual, um, the CAO day is worse than results day in terms of waiting. Um, like I, 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 and like I guess because I, I, I didn't know how many points my course actually would be, so the the actual wait for it was fairly traumatic, because and then I got my my place early. They texted me early, so and I was like, "There's no fucking way. This must be a glitch." Um, on my actual results day, like I, I got the you know the envelope, the whole shebang, and I remember walking in, and then um. I went and then and then I and I was walking back to the car and I opened up like so I could see what I got in English and I saw the grade that I got and my knees actually buckled in surprise and then nearly fell. Um, there is nothing like seeing your leaving cert results, but at the same time I have really come to the belief that like yeah the leaving cert matters for if you want to to go to a specific course. But I do not think, or a specific college, but I don't think the leaving cert will dictate the rest of your life. See, I would actually disagree with you there. I don't think the leaving cert matters in the way that we hear that. Because there is, and I know you kind of hear it from like your guidance counsellor, yeah. there is other routes. And the thing is, is that like, there is, I always, true. I always use myself as an example. Like, yes, I did my leaving cert. Yes, I was lucky. I did quite well in my leaving cert. And I was very happy with my results. But I didn't get into my college course because of my leaving cert. You, yeah, you got in, in on talent which like i know not a lot of courses offer but i like the course my course like the points for it this year for the current freshers absolutely fucking insane my thanks was, connell my course was higher than law higher than law you I'm, should put that on your cv i, I was, <laughs> like, the year before that it was like 500 and something or just at the 500 mark um, yeah but, like, most of the people I know didn't actually get 500 points. Like, there's other ways. Like, there's other schemes. There's things that can help you. There's incentives in place. Like, I don't think the Leaving Cert is the be-all and end-all. I think mm-hmm. people always think, like, you have to, like, finish secondary school and then go straight to college. And I completely disagree with that. Like, yeah, I had fully, like, most of my Leaving Cert year, my plan was fully, like, I'm taking a year out. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to college. But the only reason I didn't is because I went to my guidance counsellor and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a year out. I'm going to do like a level six or something. And he literally went, Lucy, there's nothing a level six could teach you. You'd just be wasting your time. You already know all of this. And I was like, okay, yeah. I guess I'm going to college then. Like, I guess like I, I wish I had taken a form of year out. I wish there was more time to settle into college because I feel like my first year was kind of wasted where... I didn't feel like I lived up to, to my potential and I think this year as well I feel kind of wasted again and I'm picking my modules now for sixth year which will ultimately affect what I choose for my dissertation and I I really I wish like I know you didn't do transition year no that, yeah that's why that's why we're, we're in the same age bracket um but I needed transition year I was an immature little bitch um we needed to grow up a little for a year I wish I had that for college but could still go to a form of college thing I don't think I need I I, I, Trinity need needed to put me in a playpen for a year and (laughs) let me and let me play with the other kids and figure out because like I, I, I don't know if I think the the drama department is just much better communicating but I I felt so thrown in the deep end like I I really struggled in first year and I and I really don't try to hide it like I I was a mess I hated the first um yeah like the whole first term of first year I I hated it and I hate that in Ireland we actually don't really learn that much about the college experience until we're actually there 
neither of my parents went to full-time college um yeah it's it I'm the I'm like the first person in my family to go full-time and it is yeah it's the whole different world and it's uh, this world of like fake niceness and internships and business talk and I don't know any of it and I'm just it's if it feels too grown up yet you are treated like an infant and it's yeah like do I like college I do but I think there's a lot of problems with it and I and I don't know if would I have been better off taking a year out you see I don't know like the thing is is that like my first year was very hard because I commuted and like it definitely took a toll on me and then mm-hmm. this year, as um, some of my friends would be aware, has been very upside down. I found somewhere to live. I know I'm in limbo. It's all very weird. Like, but I see. I am very much the kind of person that like nothing is wasted. There's no like. There's definitely a lesson in there somewhere that was worth all of this mess. Have I haven't mm-hmm. found it yet? But I know there's something in there somewhere. Like, the thing is, I definitely think like there should be more like. I don't even know how to explain it like I feel like I'm in a very different situation because like where's like internships and like business and like stuff like that like just <laughs> and, like money, and money and, and, and accounts and, and budgeting um, <laughs> and that kind of stuff uh, no they all like they just don't don't exist in my world they do not exist to me um because I'm doing a drama degree um and like, I guess like your degree is contingent on your capstone project it is it is completely like that's yeah. the thing is that like a lot of people who like do this degree will go off and do masters but their masters are highly dependent on their capstone Um, a lot of the work they do is dependent on their capstone like this is very much like it's it's a very different type of degree whereas a lot of other people would do a degree and go and get an internship I guess it's our like equivalent of internships like there is internships within theatre that does exist but like it's it's I feel like it's a different playing field so like I hear a lot of people talk about it all the time like oh I never know what to do I don't know who to apply to and I'm like I don't even know what any of these words mean love (laughs) don't look at me um but yeah no I just think college is so strange because yeah like like especially for me like I came into college at 17 and you were a baby yeah you seemed like you had everything worked out in comparison to me like I have nothing worked out even now I don't know what I'm going to do next year I don't know what my dissertation is going to be on and everyone's asking me and I'm like I I can't I'm I'm literally me alone (laughs) no but like that's the thing I came into college at 17 and like not that I was too young like mentally I was well up for it and I still like Mm. stand by that and I'm happy but like also like I would love like to have like an extra year or something in college and whether that's because of COVID or whether that's because I started young I don't know but like I still would just love like another like just like some time to breathe you know you know what I mean like I think mm-hmm. like and like that's the thing I, I got a lot like whenever I told people I was 17 there was shock like there was shock and I still get it now like a lot of like freshers and first years I talk to like most 99% of them are a lot older than me um, yeah like some of like those freshers that are like born in 2000 or like 2001 before me like I'm barely a 2001 baby like I'm barely scraping in 2001 um so a lot of them are older than me and when they find that out they're like oh my god like you're old enough to be my mother what do you mean I'm older than you like it's it's I don't know like I feel like age in college is like a a weird thing for the fact that uh, like people are at very different points of their life at very different ages like some people aren't ready for college until like they're 21 22 23 24 that's fine I was ready for college at 17 and that's fine but some people won't be um and Mm -hmm. I definitely think in that situation like I would recommend for a lot of people to go take that gap year take that time Mm -hmm. figure out their life like I was lucky that I knew what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go but that's because I wanted to act since I was about two seconds old it's all I've ever wanted to do this course just seemed perfect for me it was everything I loved like I got incredibly lucky and I am incredibly privileged and I'm incredibly privileged to sit here and say that and be able to like go to college and do all of these things but like I would definitely say like unless you are as certain as I am and you're 17 oh my god take that year yeah I'm like and and coming from someone who was I I turned 19 in October of first year so very quick into first year I was I was two years older than Lucy um I again fully if you if you 
are wavering in your first three months and you I was I don't know what I felt like homesick for for a, a place that I, I I I wasn't like I was homesick for for secondary school I I felt lost I was unhappy with my course I was told I couldn't change out of my course I didn't feel like I had a grip on anything and the supports in college were were thorough as they could have been but I felt isolated that I had no friends thankfully I, that situation has changed but first year can be a really isolating time and I and like I I generally you know do you can go go to college for a few weeks and then decide to go off books and come back or take the year out before you even start if you're if you're really concerned because it isn't just getting like co- the whole college experience to get the most out of it you can't you do have to take in so much information and it can be really overwhelming and it, especially if if you were anything like me where your mental health was not put together it, it just wasn't I didn't have a great first year I didn't have the fresher experience um and I won't have the fresher experience until I am 21 years old really to, to like live it up and I'll be starting my 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 work for my final project then so it's just you know especially to anyone who's in you know going into first year now and they're and they're worried I'd honestly fair fucks to anyone who went into first year of college this year and is about to complete their first year of college because it's been impossible. Yeah, like well, so well done. Like, like the thing is, is that like I'm like, oh, woe is me. My life is so hard. I have barely been in college this year. But like I, at least we've been. Like at least I've been in college. Like I've been lucky. I've had a couple of like um, labs in person, and you're looking at me mm-hmm. like Lucy. You do drama. What do you mean labs? <laughs> they're they're called labs. Uh, so they're they're in person. Um, yeah. they were they weren't this term unfortunately but yeah. um, like I'm looking at so many people there's so many people I know there's so many people that like um, I'm friends with now that like it's so crazy to me that I've never ever met these people in person and mm. I'm like I'm like you're literally like the love of my life my best friend ever I would die for you but we've never seen each other like mm. isn't that so strange like it's so strange that we like someone could tell me like oh I am five foot nine or I am two foot four or I'm this but like I don't know where I stand next to you. Which sounds so silly, but like if you think about it, like it's so strange that like I know this person so well, but yet I don't. Yeah. We've never seen each other, and I just think I don't know. Online college is fucking whack, and fingers crossed. September we will be back. We will be buzzing. Yeah. We will be living it up. We will be sexy as fuck. Um, In the meantime, though, like if if you are struggling with like the concept of doing exams in first year of college honestly just do defer them until the end of the summer you will feel a lot better you will be able to breathe you and often defer deferring exams the exam paper that's actually prepared for deferrals is a lot more general and it is it isn't as stress inducing because you often have more time to do it as well like you know going into college literally look for every support you can get because that is what the college experience is there to do for you things like disability services if you suffer from mental health issues or physical disabilities like they're all there and like I know that we've complained and complained but like there are supports in any place for education facilities and just reaching out to them is is a major first step and like well done to you if you've done that and just keep it up because that's how you stay afloat in times of trouble and yeah yeah that's that's the one thing I will say about college is there is help there. There's nothing wrong with asking for it. And uh, mm. like I'm saying this, even though I'm a massive hypocrite, and I'm always like, no, I cannot ask for help. What do you mean my life's falling apart? What do you mean I've nowhere to live? She what do you mean it. like um like literally like Eva can attest like my life would literally be falling apart, and I'll just be like, grand, I've work to do. I will feel that emotion tomorrow. I'll commit myself <laughs> that. Um, like I'm fully like you know that meme of like someone like setting a timer to like cry for five minutes I'm that yeah but not that like organized not in the organized way just the way where I'm like okay I'm dealing with this now and then I'm moving on because I I don't know anyway my point is there is help out there ask for it you're not taking a space from someone else you're not doing if you need it 
ask for it, don't feel guilty. It, it is exactly. And that's at any level. Like, we have yeah. Leaving Cert resources on our page, which can be used for, like, even college level as well. We've mental health supports. Uh, we'll be linking them. All of them, I think, in, in the bio here. Like, we said we'd use this up episode to talk about the Leaving Cert and stuff, but, like, at least we have talked about, you know, how how life is so different and, like, to everyone who's about to sit there Leaving Cert, well done fair fucks you're gonna do great because you think you're unprepared for the leaving cert everyone does i had a mental breakdown i went into my parents room you know the way that like you go in um the way that you've gotten sick in the middle of the night or like pissed the bed at age five i went in and i was standing there in the doorway and my mom was like what the fuck are you doing and i was like i don't know any history essays it was it was three in the morning and i was consumed with the timeline of the moon landing and she was like, Eva, <laughs> why? She was like, why? Eva, go to bed. She's like, Eva, like, the exam isn't for three weeks. She's like, Eva, like, the moon landing was fake. Go to bed. It wasn't even real. It didn't even happen. Oh God, imagine going into your history paper and being like, it wasn't real, love. Sorry. It's all a conspiracy. That's kind of the dream, though, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, we are <laughs> on that wonderful note. We are at time. Um, I have really enjoyed this episode. I'm in a really good mood now. Um, you have been listening to Are You Two in Love or? My name is Lucy Holmes, as always, and I have been joined by my wonderful co-host Eve Oburn. Um, thank you to everyone listening in live, and thank you to everyone listening back at the podcast. Um, and because we have two minutes, uh, unless Eva wants to say anything, I am going to uh, i mean feel free that's why i'm like honestly, are you silent anything. or have you been, <laughs> been silenced um i'm going to end the show with um be an astronaut by jackson mckenna which i think is one of my favorite songs at the moment i've been playing it on repeat it just makes me feel so powerful if you haven't listened to jackson mckenna uh before i definitely recommend him but this song this song has become a little bit of an anthem to me recently so this is be an astronaut by jackson mckenna Thank you all for listening and goodbye.